Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here again today. So, I know the second time this week. Well, we had to get the preview of baseball in. Uh, now that we're back, it's Thursday night, Friday morning. Honestly, I didn't really expect all four series to go 2-0. Thought I'd get a little baseball action today, but uh, I didn't because all four series ended 2-0 sweeps. And so now that raises some questions. It's like, should they do the format of the three game where it's two and then one on the road or, you know, mm. do they, you know, because it seems like it'd be more fair if it was one 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 but that's going to add a lot of travel. And when you do that, then your problem is, uh, your problem with that travel is now you're extending the series because you're going to give an extra day and it's not going to be as quick. And, you know, baseball's all about speeding things up right now. You know, look at the clock. You know, so, did it factor into who won the series? No, I don't think so. I mean, what? Did the Rays have a huge home field advantage? Ha, 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 ha. And goodbye to them. Let's take a look here at the series that we do have. Diamondbacks and Dodgers. Um, when will the series end? Uh, what are the series prices? Let's take a look at the series prices for each of these. And not when will they end. Because that's... Well, who cares? Alright, so... For the Diamondbacks, uh, this is a five-game series. All these will be five-game series. They all start on Saturday. we got four games Saturday. That's when they start. Diamondbacks, uh, Dodgers, for them to sweep is plus 1,200. To win 3-1 plus 500. To win 3-2 plus 500. The Dodgers to sweep plus 325. 3-1 plus 300. 3-2 is plus 325. I think with the Dodgers at 3-1... You know, plus 300. That seems right. Mm. That you go, all right, Arizona gets one, and then the Dodgers finish it off. But 3-2, I can see it. I, I can see it. And you're going to that game five. So if you take Dodgers at 3-2 at plus 325, and then they're up. 2-0. You can bet, you know, on them. And if they win, then okay. If not, then it stays alive. And then they're up 3-1. to one. Bet them again. And you have to do a lot of math to figure it out, but it's possible. Anyway, something to look at. Phillies and the Braves. Phillies to win 3-0 plus 950. Clay already took that, I'm sure. Phillies to win 3-1 is plus 425. Phillies 3-2 plus 450. Braves 3-0 plus 375. 3-1s three plus 325. Twin 3-2s plus 300. Look, I think this series is going five. I think both these teams are good. Uh, Braves fans are all up in arms. Why are we not playing the sixth seed? This is crap. Blah, blah, blah. Because there was an upset on the other side of the bracket. The brackets were already made. They don't do this in any other sport. Yes, they do. Look at the NCAA basketball tournament. They don't reseed after every round. Look at European soccer. You know what they do? They have a draw. 
random draw every round. So, shut up. Mm. They don't do this in others. Yes, they do. In the NFL, the bracket is made. We played the winner of this. They played the winner of this. Oh, well, the 8 seed won. Guess what? That's who you play. In the NHL, if the 8 seed beats the 1 in the first round, then the 2 seed doesn't get to play the 8 seed in the second round. You beat the 1 seed, you become the 1 seed. Shut up. They're crying already and the series hadn't even started. Rangers and Orioles. This is going to be a good one. Uh, I do still worry about Batista, but the Rangers look pretty good. Uh, I like the Rangers here. And, man, I wouldn't mind seeing the Orioles. And the Orioles, though, plus 525 to sweep for the Orioles, plus 400 for the 3-1, and plus 350 for the 3-2. But the Rangers, <laughs> plus 650 to sweep, but then plus 350 to win 3-1, plus 400 for the 3-2. to two. So what this is telling me is they think that if the Rangers jump out on them, Rangers finish it. Because that means the bats are hot. Twins and Astros. Carlos Correa versus the Astros. This should be a fun one. Uh, but the Twins to sweep is plus 900 to win. 3-1 uh, plus 400. 3-2 plus 425. Astros to sweep plus 400. Astros to win 3-1 plus 350, and Astros to win 3-2 plus 325. I think you got to kind of like the Astros in this, but, man, I think this Minnesota team has something about it. And they're, they're solid in every facet of the game. They're top to bottom. They're one of the most complete teams in all of baseball. Bullpen, fielding, hitting. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take the Twins here. It might be 3-1, might be 3-2, but I'm going to take the Twins. Um, so I got Twins and Rangers in the ALCS. Just like everybody had before the season started. Y'all remember? And, uh, man, I really want the Diamondbacks. I'd like to see the Diamondbacks, but I can't do it. I got to go Dodgers-Phillies in LCS. So there's your baseball. It all starts this weekend. Now, let's jump over the real reason that all you people tuned in. The real reason y'all are here. That y'all want to know, you know, what's going on? I get it. It's T Town Dorothy. It's T Town Dorothy. The biggest thing going. Second week of the season's hit, and I'll tell you. Let's start out with my, my match. Uh, we won eight to four as a team. Kyle Logosby, who I know is listening, uh, he he threw well. Yeah, had played in a minute. Was out last season, but he threw well. And then uh. Chris Shoemaker played one match last season. He threw well. Matt got a really tough matchup with Ryan from Redshed. And, uh, Ryan hit five or six low tons in the two games and lost 2-0 because Matt followed the cardinal rule, never quit throwing. And he did, and he hit the outs, and that was that's all that matters. Uh, I'm the only one that lost my singles to Amy. Uh, I was not <laughs> triple one, triple five, yeah, triple seven was not hitting my numbers and this. But give her credit. She did hit some numbers and as soon as she got down there, bam, took it out. And I was like, all right, game two. Mm. Was I mentally prepared as much as I should have been? No, but I, I did not follow the process. No. Uh, but I honestly haven't been throwing great, period. 
um, at any point. So my team, my team though, was there to pick me up, and I do appreciate that. We'll see how uh, we'll see how it goes this next week. Week three, we'll be back at home playing pork and beans. That's uh, Steve and Tanner and Wes, Abby, Gator, Gator Bait, and TJ. I'm not going to leave you out, TJ. Um, let's take a look at the standings as if they matter at all, knowing that we had a buy in week one. Wheelhouse had to buy this past week. But projectile dysfunction, Danny and Nick and uh, Hoss and Chris Davis over there at Hoppers, they got 20 points. Third Dark Magic. Yeah, the cast of characters might change, but Bill Belichick has that program rolling. They're right there again, 17 points. Pork and Beans, the team we're playing. 16 points, third in the table. Tanner did some recruiting. He's done wheeling and dealing. They're styling and profiling. Yeah, Coleman's got to come correct this week, I'll tell you that. They got a good team. Dart and Soul. That's our man uh, Sam Adams' team out of Galutz. They're, uh, they're sitting there with 15 points. The Dartman cometh. They fell last week to Projectile, and they're sitting there at 14 points. That's why they give you three. Matt Jones, two east sides, uh, He-Man, all them, Sonya. Uh, they, uh, they went over to Third Dark Magic and lost last week, but they still have 10 points. Tied with Wheelhouse, who had to buy last week. Bia, who is sitting there with nine. Um, then we're right there at eight. Shits and Giggles is at eight after they got the win uh, this past week over Short Shafts. Four and a half men plus one Amy, eight points. They picked up four each week. Short Shafts sitting there with six. And the Bulls on Parade have three. Mm. So there are your current T-Top Dunking standings. I know that's really why all y'all tune in. You hear about this? Let me tell you. You know, I, I've already announced, I've told them I won't be commissioner after this season and that they can figure out who's going to do it. And the main thing that I'm looking forward to is not getting text messages while I'm playing. I already have to worry about the ball. You know, and that's that's my job. That's my life. I chose that. That's fine. The singles league. I had somebody texting me their scores on Tuesday night while I was playing. I happen to know that they played their games on Saturday and Sunday. Normally you take trying out the game. They waited till Tuesday night during Dart League, which they know when it's going on. Oh, and it's just going my scores right now. I have to have my phone on in case something happens with the bar, you know, or you know, uh, somebody in the league needs me as commissioner. It's ridiculous. That's, that's just annoyingly, annoyingly ridiculous. Now let's get into college football. It is technically Friday right now. Tonight, I'll be honest. I don't remember if I gave you the Friday night picks uh, when I did the podcast earlier this week. Uh, it has been a very long week full of every day somebody from the staff has some emergency and they're calling in every day. Uh, Woody's still out of town. Woody, I miss you. Be safe driving back. I'll see you soon. Um... Steve's been out this, you know, so far this week, missing, missing them, but uh, he's he's recouping, and you know, next week's a home game, kind of 11 a.m. kickoff. That's crap. Uh, but you know, we got to focus on a and first. But Friday night, 
Oklahoma State and K-State. Uh, look, K-State's minus 11 and a half. I'm going, I'm going K-State 33 to 20. I'm thinking K-State to win this game and cover. Uh, the Nebraska-Illinois game, I'm thinking Illinois' money line, minus 165. They're minus three, three and a half. Uh, I think they win like 28-17. They're at home. Nebraska's not good. I'll take Illinois. All right, now, to the SEC in the top 25. For those of you that haven't figured it out, every week, yeah, I'll do the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday picks, but because those games are on. But I picked the uh, the top 25 and the S- all the SEC games, any game involving top 25 and the SEC. So let's start out where we should always start out, and that is with the University of Alabama. Alabama travels to College Station, we're 12 and 3 all time against AM, right? And everybody talks about them beating us last time we were out there. A lot of the experts think that they're going to do it again. This line has moved dramatically. You've seen a lot of action on AM. It's dropped all the way down to a pick 'em. Thank you. Because I was going to take the tie minus three. But I'll take the pick 'em instead. Now. A friend of mine did text me earlier today and was like, have you heard about an injury to Jalen Milrow? And I was like, no, I haven't. And I haven't. And he's like, I'm hearing he had something, a hamstring something, but I can't find anything. Save it. Nobody's really mentioned it. Hasn't, you know, come up. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. Um, and I kind of get it. Uh, that would explain why the line's dropping the way it is, but until I see it, and until I hear officially that there is an injury, as it's all just rumor right now, and yeah, if that was accurate, I would take a and Without Jalen Millwell, I don't think we win this game. Uh, but yeah, if he's playing, give me the tide and give me the over of 46. A&M, look, Max Johnson, he stepped in, he's throwing the ball well. He's got those receivers, uh, Evan Stewart and uh, Smith. He's got them, and they, you know, they can throw it. No, we can play defense. And both teams lost in week two. Both teams have won three straight since. They lost to Miami pretty bad. Uh, they had a good halftime lead and blew that. And, uh, you know, obviously us to Texas. I just don't, I don't see us losing this game. I think that the O-line is starting to come together better. The stats still don't look great because, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, it's the whole season. And so uh, the percentages and stuff of protection don't look great. But the, on game film, they're looking better. And we're getting better. Now, Mississippi State's defense is going like, to make a lot of teams look better. But I like the way the O-line is coming together. I like some of the play calls last week that we saw. And uh, I'm going to roll with the tide. Now, the next one that we have here, LSU. LSU is traveling to Missouri. Missouri, You're not from Missouri? <laughs> I always think of how I met your mother. Anyway, Missouri's 5-0. Undefeated. LSU's 3-2. Before the season, this is not where we had these two teams. 
The line is LSU minus five. Now, why is the team ranked lower with two losses the fa- on the road the favorite? Because they're better at football. Look, it's going to be a shootout. Missouri can score. Their receivers have been doing well. Eli Drinkwich's offense, I like it. But give me LSU covering the five, and the five-star lock of the week is the over because LSU's over has hit every week, and we're going to ride it till she bucks you. The over in this game, 64. Give me that over all day because LSU's defense, not great. They're going to give up some big plays. They're going to give up touchdowns. But their offense can score, and I think they will score a lot. I think they got bad taste in their mouth in Oxford, and they're going to go handle it in Missouri. Missouri gets an SEC loss, their first loss. Speaking of undefeated, the East, man, the East. Yeah, Georgia's still doing back-to-back national titles. They're undefeated. That's not a surprise. They're playing Kentucky, who's 5-0. Now, this game here, look, historically, Georgia is 62-12-2 all-time against Kentucky. These two don't belong in the same category historically. The past five meetings, though, Kentucky has not given up more than 21 points in five straight meetings to the Georgia Bulldogs. But Georgia hadn't given up more than 17 in any of those meetings to Kentucky. And one of all. Um... So this, uh, I'm going to take the 14 and a half points because they play each other well. Kentucky, uh, you know, definitely able to run the ball. That's that's the you watch them just run it down Florida's throat. Well, Georgia ain't Florida, you know, so let's not pretend on that. Oh well, Coleman, did you see the rushing yards for all that Auburn had? Yeah, I did, and it was impressive. Over 200. That's awesome. Hmm. What if I told you the majority of those came from their quarterbacks at Auburn running the ball and that uh, Kentucky's quarterback is not mobile. He's definitely not going to be running. They're going to have to do it more conventional. But I think they will be able to. I think they cover the 14 and a half. Uh, I think Georgia, you know, they get the win, but I think it's going to be really close and it's going to come down to it. The over-under of 47 and a half, I'm not going to touch. If I did, I would I would probably take the under. No, because I could see this being a 21-17 game. And 21-13, something like that. I think it's going to be a good old-fashioned slobber knocker. Running the ball. So, mistake. They, they got Alabama last week, and Alabama did to Mississippi State what they always do. Uh, Mississippi State will happily welcome Western Michigan into town. Both teams are two and three. Mistake is a 20 and a half point favorite. I think State bounces back and they cover this 20 and a half. Uh, I'm also going to take the over of 56 and a half because, my gosh, their defense is terrible. I mean, just bad. And I think that they're going to give up points at every game they play this year. And. But they're going to score. Hmm. Vanderbilt against Florida. Vanderbilt, you know, while Florida is 43-11-2 all time 
against the Commodores of Vandy. Vandy won last year. They beat them. You know, in Vandy. So, I think I think Florida wins. Uh, they're Jekyll and Hyde. You know, we saw them beat Tennessee. We saw them get killed by Utah. We saw them get beat down by Kentucky last week. Uh, you don't know what Florida you're going to get, but I'm not going to trust them to cover 18 and a half until they're more consistent. So give me Vanderbilt and the points, but I think Florida gets the win. Uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss. Arkansas beat Ole Miss last year. Uh, they're 2-3. and three. They started out 2-0. and oh. They dropped three straight. Ole Miss, 4-1. and one. Coming off that big win against LSU, only lost Alabama. Yeah, they, they seem okay with that. Uh, Arkansas actually leads this all-time series, 38-29-1. But in this game, the line is Ole Miss minus 11.5. And, and this seems like one of those classic trap games that Vegas puts out there where they go, oh, Arkansas lost three straight and Ole Miss is coming off a big win. I think the hangover probably lasts for the first half. I think it's a close game. But I think the lane train wakes him up and he's got enough on offense that they end up covering maybe a backdoor cover late touchdown. But give me Ole Miss and give me the over, 63 and a half. Nah, we're going to leave that over alone. We're leaving the over under alone. I'm tempted to take it because of Ole Miss, but I just don't trust Arkansas to do their part. So, hmm. CBS Sports Net right now has a uh, CBS Sports Network has the highlights of Alabama against Mistake uh, going on the TV, and you know, that's that's awesome. So if any of y'all are up and listening to this live, get out of the bar because it's not being broadcast live. Anyway, all right. So the top twenty-five, Oklahoma, Texas. Oh, they're eleven a.m. crap. I hate that games in the morning every year. Noon Eastern. Okay. But whatever. As always, this will be out in Dallas. Uh, Texas leads this series 63 to 50 and 5. Now, this is a game I kind of went back and forth on a little bit. You know, because Texas, but Oklahoma at times too. I'll tell you what I am, I am locked in on, and that is the over a 60 and a half. And I think the over gets there. Um, and I'm going to take Texas to cover. Yeah, I think I think Texas gets this win, and they cover the six. Mm. But in the first half, I think we have a really good game. I think Texas, you know, they pull away late, which is what they've done a lot of this year in the second half. Uh, Maryland, Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State's a 20-point favorite. That game was close last year. I know this game's at Ohio State and everything, number four in the country. Their defense is better than it was a year ago. But give me Maryland plus 20. You know, uh, a lot of people are saying possible upset. I don't think it's an upset, but I think it's closer than 20 points. Um, You want an upset, I'll give you an upset. UCLA versus Washington State. At UCLA. UCLA is a three-point favorite. I'm sorry. Number 13, Washington State, is a dog to the unranked Bruins. Yes, sir, they are. 
When a ranked team plays an unranked team and the unranked team's favored, you know what we do. We roll with Vegas. Give me UCLA minus the three. Give me UCLA's money line. Let's dance. 59 and a half. I'll take the over as well. Over line's at 170, by the way, uh, for the money line. So, we're on that. Florida State is minus 24 against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech snapped a three-game losing streak last week. FSU is coming off of a bye. Yeah, FSU is going to curb stomp them. Give me Florida State. Look, this is old Big East rivalry, baby. For those of you younger in here listening, the Big East used to be a conference also. It wasn't just basketball. And Florida State and uh, Vitek were in it. And they had some fun, fun games, yeah. But this is in Tallahassee. Coming off the bye, give me Florida State. They want to be a contender. They take care of business early. And they, they the starters are not even playing in the fourth quarter. Mm. Syracuse, North Carolina. Um, Syracuse, you know, was rolling right along until they ran into Clemson. No, well, I think North Carolina is a lot more balanced than Clemson uh, as far as their offense. And so I like North Carolina to cover the eight and a half. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half stars on this, but I like I like North Carolina. Uh, Michigan against Minnesota. Michigan has not given up more than seven points in any game so far this year. And I have no faith in Minnesota rowing the boat upstream to be able to do to do more than that. I'm going to take Michigan to cover the 17 and a half because that defense travels. Hmm. Notre Dame against Louisville. Notre Dame's a six-point favorite at Louisville. Um, the, <laughs> the, the Notre Dame defense has been really good against the pass all year. Louisville likes to throw the ball. And statistically, they look good. <coughs> but they ain't played nobody, Paul. They ain't played nobody. This is definitely <coughs> the <coughs> toughest game that they played so far. Well, Notre Dame has certainly been tested. Give me the Irish covering the six on the road. Miami against Georgia Tech. In games that should not happen. Uh, <laughs> they just uh, this. Do you yield? Yes. Georgia Tech, yield. Wave the white flag. He's going to kill him. Throw that towel all you want. He's still going to knock him out. That's Miami. Miami's minus 20 and a half. Look, Miami is third in the country in yards per carry this year. All right? Georgia Tech has the worst run defense of any Power 5 school. They can't stop the run. All Miami has to do is run it. And they will run it up. Give me the U to cover the 20 and a half. Uh, Fresno State, minus six. Playing at Wyoming. Well, you saw Wyoming last week. And this is in Laramie. They went down there and knocked off Texas Tech. This is in Laramie. If you didn't know of any college, Laramie is the highest elevation of any college campus. You can Google it. Uh, Laramie, Wyoming. Teams have a tough time there. Now, I still think Fresno State wins because they have a defense and defense travels, but give me Wyoming to cover the six. Ooh. 
Um, Oregon State playing Cal. Cal leads the Power Five uh, with 13 takeaways. Their defense. And they're going to need them against Oregon State because that's that's how you pull upsets. That's how you win games. They're a nine-and-a-half-point dog. I think they might get a turnover here in this game. It's still not enough. Give me Oregon State covering the nine-and-a-half. USC against Arizona. Ooh, that's, in, that's intriguing. USC's minus 22. We all saw the offense last week. Look, this is Lincoln Riley. They don't play defense with Lincoln Riley. He don't do defense. You look at all the great quarterbacks he had in college and the Heisman trophies, and you know what? Everyone lost in the playoffs because he didn't bring a defense. And you saw Colorado almost come back on him. Arizona, they've uh, they played you know a couple of tough games, but you know closer games, closer than expected. Uh, covered some spreads. I'm gonna take Arizona. Uh, plus the 22 points. Just, I think the line's too big. Now, I'm looking at the clock here and realize that I have a couple of minutes left. So I'm going to give you a couple of games not in the top 25 that I like. Purdue's playing Iowa. Iowa's minus two. Iowa's at home. Give me the Hawkeyes, baby. I have no faith in Purdue. None. Give me Iowa. The other one, because Coach Prime is all over everything right now, Got to discuss it. Colorado's at minus four. They're playing Arizona State. Arizona State's done some things. They are at home. They're the Sun Devils. But I got to go with Colorado covering the four. I think Coach Prime goes on the road and gets a dub. That's just, uh, you know, you, you saw him put that second half uh, against USC last week. I think that that offense, man, it's good enough to cover against Arizona State. And I know USC's defense is trash. But anyway, so that is our time. And I will tell you, uh, that, that's our picks. Uh, I'm here at Unique all the time. Not every night. I'm here every day. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to unlock the door, you know. And a lot of times on Mondays and Wednesdays, I, I used to try and get out of here, go to the house, and kind of relax a little bit, get the legs back under me, get a little nap in, you know, and, and get ready to go. And I haven't been able to do that uh, <laughs> for a while. During the summer, half the staff was taken off all the time. And then when they did get back, getting ready for the fall, uh, most of those left, <laughs> or a few of them left. So now we're, in, we're here in football season. And look, I get it. I know where they're at being behind the bar. I was, you know, did it for a long time. And when it hits the away weeks, man, they take off. They want to take breaks. They made their money a little bit. You know, they, they, they need to recharge the batteries, catch up on schoolwork, whatever they need to do. And so that leaves me covering a good bit. And then we turn around and it's back to a home game. Well, I have to be here for, the, you know, when it's busy. So there haven't been a lot of breaks. Wednesday night, I was able to go to the house for a little while. But uh, everybody here was not doing the job that they were supposed to be doing. So I had to come on back up here for a few minutes. But, no, uh, as a whole, we're, we're not doing bad. Uh, we, we had a very good month of September. October has started out slow, but it's been test week all week. Tonight, Thursday was good, despite the rain. Uh, 
really, really happy with everybody that worked Thursday night here tonight. Um, two of my newest uh, door girls, they were they were working, and uh, they're doing a, they're doing a really good job. Door guys tonight. I haven't seen any huge miscues yet. I'm sure I'll find something that they missed in the morning because uh, I'm not going to check it out tonight. It'll be when I get back. Anyway, um, Friday, tomorrow, we will have some college football. We got soccer on during the day. I got a few things of sports, but mainly it's just going to be talking about the weekend. You know, talking about Saturday and Sunday, getting ready for the four MLB playoff games for all the college football. Of course, NFL. Gotta talk for a second about Dick Butkus. Passed away today. Legendary, legendary Hall of Famer for the Bears. Um, just always, always tough to lose someone like that. You know, who had such a big heart, big personality, great guy. Not on the field. On the field is mean because it was football, and you better be, especially to play back when he played. Now, not now. Now they're soft. But that's all society. Um, and so, you know, that's to the Bear Nation. You know, we bow our head, we tip our cap, and I uh, hope he's in a better place. With uh, and the Bears answered the call tonight, and they got the they got the big dub that they needed. Had lost fourteen straight, so that's good to see. Now, um, anyway, so we'll be here Saturday afternoon or Saturday. We're opening by nine a.m. Uh, around 1 o'clock, we're going to fire up the grill. Throw some hot dogs and stuff out there on it. Maybe some hamburgers. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to go to Sam's, get all the stuff tomorrow. Anyway, uh, yes, today. I should say today. But, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have a good time here. We're going to cook out free food with purchase of beverage. I say that to keep the bums away. Yeah. If a bartender from Red Shed or Hoppers or Nouncey, somebody wants, someone wants a hot dog, I'm going to give it to them. But, you know, it's just to keep the bums out. Uh, oh, free food. Uh, show up. Yeah, get out of here. Anyway, um, no, Stinky Dave, you're not allowed. Uh, <laughs> as if he's listening. Anyway, um, and then we'll be back Sunday, open by 11 a.m. every Sunday for NFL Sundays. We got the pick'em sheets here. Uh, now the Sunday pick'em that we do is different than the pick'em sheets. The the NFL or the Sunday challenge is what we call it to differentiate between the pick'em. The Sunday challenge is only about the Sunday night game. And this week, what a game with Dallas and uh and the 49ers. So yeah, even though the Bears already played, there's still football on Sunday. It's crazy. Uh so but that's, that's going to be a big one. So if you want to get involved in that, it's free to play. That one, you do not have to be here at the end of the game to win. Because uh, yeah, a lot of times we're closed by the end of that game. But uh, for the NFL Pick'em, the sheets are available today. They're available Thursday through Sunday morning. Kickoff of the noon games. Uh, you can you know, just pick the winners. It has a few tiebreaker questions. Uh, but also the lock of the week. The lock of the week's big. If you, you know, you just pick a team, any team. If you get it right, triple your points. You get it wrong, okay, you got the points you got. So let's say you get eight right, you got the lot right, boom, you're at 24. Yeah, it's a big pickup. So it's been a big factor so far this season. I like the luck of the week. Then you got a couple of tiebreakers. You do have to be here 
uh, after the afternoon games to win the daily prize. But even if you're not here on Sunday, you can still get the balls in the bucket, three for first place, two for second, and one for third uh, for our big drawing that'll happen Super Bowl Sunday. So even if you, you're going to only get by Thursday or Friday, you're not going to be here Sunday, that's fine. It's free. Fill it out. Take a shot. And then Super Bowl Sunday, plan on being here. There'll be drawings all day long. If you were here for it last year, you know how awesome it is. Make your plans now. All right, that is my time. I'm probably over my time. So I'm going to let y'all go, and I'm going to go home and go to bed. As always, I thank y'all for listening. I appreciate everything. Nick Chichester asked me to remind y'all that Red Drew is a one-way street. And I'll remind y'all not to go to 1225. Uh, and, and as always, I will leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. And most importantly, when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman.